morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris here, um, uh, working from the desk today, not from the beach. And today uh, we're going to talk about walking with the wind or walking into the wind. Um, I had the blessing of a coaching session with my client today on the beach and we walked down the beach with the wind behind us and turned around and we had the wind in front of us. And it was just ironic that at, at the start, at some point, um, uh, um, my client said to me, Chris, how, how did you get to be a coach when once upon a time you were sort of a little more of a global guru and now you're coaching people on Bondo Beach? How did it sort of, in a, I suppose in a nice way, we're asking how did it come down to this instead of go further up from where I was? And <clears throat> So I started telling a beautiful story. I said, well, my purpose in life is to go around the world teaching corporate people about human consciousness and spirituality at work. And it's always been that way. It's never been any different um, for the last 45 years. I started off, I traveled around the world doing that as a keynote speaker. I uh, met uh, uh, my partner and I invested $15 million of our own money into a business startup in New York. Uh, we moved to New York and we set up an office. We had 35 staff. We got uh, 50-odd million dollar funding for w the real brand and business um, corporate consciousness uh, superstore, uh, which was going to roll out in five years to 15 stores around the world. We paid half a million dollars for a business planning spreadsheet and uh, we got finance. And uh, two days later, of course, the World Trade Center got hit by an airplane. My book launch, which was a couple of weeks later uh, that we'd spent the best part of 200 odd thousand dollars on, ended up being a pimple on the back end of a pumpkin. And uh, we, uh, we, you know, we, 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 our funding went away, our building went, got smashed by the World Trade Center and uh, we lost our holding fee. We came back to Sydney, we, our house burnt down, we sold uh, what was left of it um, because the insurance couldn't rebuild it and um, the money went in the bank and within 10 seconds of it arriving in the bank, uh, the taxation department uh, who my partner at the time owed money to through the New York profit business, um, the taxation department took it all. And so we ended up borrowing money just to pay the rent and, and lived off the insurance money of the house in terms of the insurance company paying for us to have other accommodation. At this point in time, talking about corporate consciousness and spirituality in the workplace after the World Trade Center had collapsed was in, in, incomprehensible. And so I decided to take three, four years to write five books on bringing... A, a global consciousness. So the story continues as uh, I spent uh, four years, uh, five years writing books in Sydney and over the course of that period um, uh, uh, moved on from that relationship and uh, uh, with, the, with the books written and what I was trying to do in writing the books is create a new level of spirituality where the laws of nature can uh, be understood across religious boundaries. And this was really important to me, given that there was a lot of religious uh, antagonism between different uh, groups of people blaming one religion about what took place in the world. And I wanted to create more 
of a global language where we could talk about spirituality and not get tangled up in the concepts and the separations of cultures and races and religions and all sorts of things. And I think I achieved that. And, and, uh, and so since then, it's been important to me, not so much because of my spine operation and things, but not so much to travel around speaking, but to do it from a podcast. So this is the story that I told as we walked down the beach. And it's a beautiful story. And it's a straight line story between virtually the birth of my life and where I am right now. It's a dead straight line. I uh, bring consciousness and spirituality to the corporate world. And it's a dead straight line. We turned around and come back and I said to the, my client, let me tell you the story in a different way. So I got a really, really severe divorce. I lost all my money. I um, embarked on, went back to university, I studied an MBA, I just scraped through, started a consulting business, sold that, um, basically uh, lost a lot of money in that sale because of the people I was in business with were corrupt. And so um, I virtually had to buy my way out of that business to sell it. <clears throat> I then uh, formed a relationship with a woman and we moved and I mo we moved together and there was a lot of pain involved and we separated and that was my second marriage. And then my kids sailed off on a yacht and, and I didn't see them for a long period of time. And then I moved to New York and lost all my money. And then I had another relationship and that failed. And then I got involved with someone and then I, I, I got chased out of town in the First Nation uh, 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 Canada for, with people with guns in their car because I didn't agree with all their philosophies about traditional um, behaviour. And then I broke my spine. And then I lost all my money again on another um, a business adventure doing my business. And then I gained more money and then here I am. So it's interesting when you tell the same story, and I was very brief in the telling of the story coming back, um, but it, it lasted just as long as the first story. And it's the same story. It's just told from two different point of views. When you tell somebody your story, you got the chance to dramatize what went wrong or to find a line through the story that went right. As far as I'm concerned, <clears throat> The story of my life, the laws of nature, coaching people, doing keynote presentations, getting married a few times, hurting my back. This is all one beautiful lineage of story, going to Nepal, working with First Nation. It's all about me uh, living my purpose and giving the world uh, um, uh, my gift. And, and, and I think that's a straight line, beautiful, conscious, loving story. When I walk into the wind and tell the story, I can talk about pain, back pain and surgeries. I can talk about um, failed marriages, all six of them. I can talk about loss of money and devastation. So it's, it's the same story. It's just told from different angles. And I think it's really important for all of us here on this podcast today to realise that <clears throat> we're the only ones that get, a uh, get the choice to defend the story that we want to tell. And it's wise to tell the story from a straight line viewpoint because, as I explained to my client this morning, on Saturday morning when I'm sitting alone on my breakfast table uh, at 10 a.m., I've been for an ocean swim, I've probably coached somebody and I've had my brekkie and it's 10 a.m. And I'm all by myself in my huge, beautiful Bondi apartment sitting there going, what the fuck am I going to do for the rest of the day? while everybody else is occupied with their kids, their partners, 
going to coffee shops, um, going shopping in David Jones and enjoying it. And what am I doing? I'm sitting at the kitchen table going, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? Am I going to work all day Saturday while everyone's out on the street partying? And I get the choice choice like a turntable of a train. You know when the train goes in one way, it's got to turn around a huge turn. I get a choice. Keep going and run into the, the, the end of the rail line where from which I can't turn around. And that is to tell the story into the wind of what bad luck it is that I'm sitting here on a Saturday morning um, with no preoccupation, no, uh, no commitments, no demands, no responsibilities as such, like kids and things that f- and sport and running off to watch uh, young ones play soccer. I've got none of that, none, not even a partner to worry about. My, my, the lady I see is off you know, running around doing her thing. And I'm sitting there and I have the whole day ahead of me and it, it, it can seem, if we tell a story from into the wind, it can seem like a rather sad story. But if you turn it around, you go, oh my goodness me, what a blessing it is. I've done my exercise, I've done my thing. I, every single moment from here on out, I'm free to experience and live and give my purpose. And I go back and think, what, what, what does my purpose demand of me today? What is my line with the wind you know, want me to do today? What, what, is the, what, what can I add value? How can I contribute? Can I create another uh, movie uh, on, on my YouTube? Can I create more writing in a blog? Can I contact a few people, do some coaching that uh, they may be available for? What can I give? And the, it, 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 it's so stark because sitting at the kitchen table, and Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with a cup of coffee, I, ca- I can actually tell the story in, into the wind or tell the story uh, against the wind. I can tell a good story, what am I going to do for today, and I can tell a bad story. And I'm the only one who can turn that around 100%. I'm the only one who can choose which direction the train faces. And I think this is, for all of us, a really important piece of the jigsaw. When we make... Uh, for example, when we do a, t- a five-year vision quest and we do a five-year dream board, every action we take that moves us in the direction of those visions and dreams is an action that builds our confidence, builds our self-worth, builds our self-esteem. And every action that has nothing to do with the dream board lowers our confidence and lowers our self-esteem, even if we enjoy it. And we don't care, do we, if... If I say five years from now I want a mansion on top of the hill in um, in New York, looking over the the Hudson, uh, um, in, in a beautiful apartment with um, traveling, you know, with my with a limo parked outside, waiting to take me to the airport, blah blah blah. If that happens tomorrow, I I I, I, I wouldn't be disappointed. So. Anything we do to act on those things that are on our dream board builds our self sense of self-commitment, self-thing. Self but anything we do which is foggy, we go... So a, a good example of this is um, my client up, uh, uh, went through a, a, a shock divorce. Um, that's why they became my client, because they were in a shock divorce. And I said to them, oh, give me six weeks, and in six weeks' time... If that person you, who's just walked out of your door um, and 
walked away from a 30-year-long marriage. If that person asks you tomorrow, can I come back, after, th after six weeks, I guarantee that you'll say no. And so what I had to do is help her build a future that was more exciting than the past that she was bemoaning. In other words, if he came back, he would spoil the, the picture. He would spoil the direction we were taking. It would spoil the vision and dreams and hopes. He would come back and, and, and create the world that she had before, which, of course, without a vision and a dream and a future and a story and blowing a story down with the wind, she can only tell a story into the wind, which is poor me, gee whiz, wish I had it, uh, I want to go back and I'm not sure which direction I want to travel. I think this, this storytelling stuff, it goes hand in hand with um, self-talk, but it's, it's more like what we've said before, the phase of the 30-day challenge, the phase of inner wealth, which is vision, inspiration, purpose. This, this is the most influential thing we'll ever do. Our vision tells a story of the future. Our inspiration tells a story of the present and how it links to the future. And our purpose is this thing I call a straight line between birth and death, that everything that happens to us sounds like it's positive, even if people look at it and go, what, broken back? Uh, Brack surgeries, millions of dollars lost, six marriages. You go, yeah, but look at my purpose. Look at the line. It's all beautiful. It's all perfect. It's all the way it was meant to be. Those things were just hanging off the edge. This is Chris. You have a great day. I hope this has been food for thought for you. I'm sure it has. If there's anything complex or anything confronting that's come out of it, please text me and I'm happy to help you through it. Bye for now.